Good day. You're listening to Conversations with the Cat Boxing. I am your host, Anthony Vera, and this is episode 7, A Redo. Now, I had recorded this podcast already. However, um, when I recorded it the last time, it came off very rushed, and I was very, uh, and honestly, I felt very harsh um, amongst my uh, telling of it. And I think this has to do with just how fast I was trying to get through um, recording the podcast. I even mentioned on it that I was really rushed. Now, I record these podcasts on an app called Anchor. And Anchor is a pretty amazing tool. Um, I uh, was looking for an app to record um, podcasts on. And this one seemed to be the most user-friendly. And it is, actually. Uh, I'm, I'm plugging this app. Um, I downloaded the app, uh, followed the basic instructions. Uh, you hit a button to record. You record your podcast. When you're done, you hit stop, and then you add music, and uh, you're done. And you know you publish it, everything else. Uh, Anchor actually even um, uh, distributes the uh, podcast to other uh, formats, uh, such as Apple, uh, Spotify, and Stitcher. So yeah, so I'm on uh, several formats, which is cool. And um, I even got a sponsor, uh, Spreadsheets.com, I believe. I will have to look because I don't want to mess it up since uh, they are sponsoring this podcast. Um, anyhow, uh, the podcast is still going to be the same subject matter. I'm just going to be a little bit more detailed in the stories. And then I missed out a couple of stories. And that is basically uh, uh, news media uh, that were trending in so- or news stories that were trending in social media. Um, oh yeah, that's why I wanted to discuss about the app. So as I've mentioned before, um, the one thing about this app that I am not a particular fan of is a lack of an editing tool. So basically, you, once you hit the record button, you get all your thoughts out, and you hit stop, and you're done. But you can't pause it, you can't edit it. So that's why you hear a lot of mm and ahs and um, maybe some thoughts kind of hanging in the air. That is why. Uh, still a great app. Um, I highly recommend using it. It's called Anchor. Um, download it today. Um, so, the first news story I wanted to touch upon is the whole Ariana Grande, Pete Davidson uh, story. So, um, with most uh, social media uh, stories, like anything, like say Kim Kardashian-based, I was paying not too, not that much attention to. Um, Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande was no exception. I didn't really pay much attention to when they were dating, um, their breakup either. Um, however, I guess, uh, there was a young rapper, um, named Mac Miller who overdosed last year. And apparently that was Ariana Grande's, uh, boyfriend before Pete Davidson. And so as anyone would react, uh, she was really... Because I guess Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande had a back and forth after they broke up. You know, like she wrote a song about him. He was telling jokes about her. But after uh, Mac Miller died, she basically put all her attention into dealing with that, which I think Pete Davidson didn't take too kindly to. So he started to threaten suicide. And of course, everyone's like, no, don't do it. And. You know, went through a, you know, quote-unquote depression. And, of course, you know, Ariana Grande 
dropped what she was doing to go check on him. And, you know, a couple weeks later, P. Davidson was fine. Just, uh, just he got all the attention back, and now he was, like, back to being his douchey self. Uh, he's not a very funny guy. Um, he wished death on uh, As Is Zari in a joke. And, you know, it, it, people could say, oh, well, it's just a joke. You know, well, Kevin Hart made a joke, and look how people reacted to that. And that's going to be my next story. Well, let's get back to Pete Davidson. Um, so anyways, I, like, if, if anyone in your life would pull shit like that, like, say your friend, uh, your friend Chad was dating Sasha, and, Sa- and Sasha's ex-boyfriend, Brad, um, died of an overdose, and so, Sa- so, where Sasha and Chad had a back and forth, Sasha, like, ignored Chad because she was dealing with uh, Brad, um, you know, Brad's death and, you know, mourning it. So Chad feeling like he wasn't getting much attention would like start pandering to these like depressed feelings and that kind of thing. If this were to happen to any of your friends, I, I, th- I think you would tell them, dude, you're, you're being a bit of a dick. You're, you're, you're being a bit of an asshole. Um, knock your shit off. And so, yeah, so I don't have any respect for Pete Davidson. Um, he tells bad jokes. He's not a funny guy. Um, so let's go. Let's go to my next story here. Um, I am jumping around a little bit, but uh, but that's pretty much what caught my attention was Pete Davidson's like attention whoring, and so it just like it was. It, it just it, like you know, get off my fucking Facebook page. Get off my Instagram page. I, I don't think I like most of my Twitter. Um, most of what I follow on Twitter is not that, so I rarely see it, but it comes up on occasion. Um, anyhow, enough about that story. Um, the next story I want to talk about is Kevin Hart's uh, Oscar situation. Now, Kevin Hart told some bad jokes. They were in poor taste. And um, you know, he told these jokes about 10 years ago. And I think he put them on social media, too, talking about if his son was gay... Uh, he'd beat the shit out of them. Um, and he said it in the form of a joke. <coughs> yeah, it's not a very good joke. I mean, it, it's, it, again, in bad taste. But, you know, Kevin Hart's a funny guy. And he, and he comes from a place of, you know... It's, 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 like, it's that comedian kind of philosophy of, like, I'm going to throw shit on the wall and see what sticks. And, um, yeah, he told a poor joke. It wasn't very funny. And... Um, yeah, people responded to it as such, and uh, people actually called him out on it a couple of years, you know, like shortly afterward. And he apologized. Uh, he was pretty sincere in his apology, and you know, kind of like driven, you know, kind of like stepped away from like those types of jokes because obviously they didn't work. So he gets uh, tapped to host the Oscars, and people start bringing up uh, these allegations of bad jokes. And um, the LGBT community uh, gets on the Oscars, and the Oscars, you know, like mention, hey, listen, you know, you have this uh, heat coming down on us from the LGBT community. We would like you to issue an apology. In which he responded, oh yeah, well, I already issued, a res- I already said sorry, so um, yeah, that's my apology. And people were like, well, you know, we just want to make sure that people know you're sorry. And they're like, well, I said I was sorry. And, um, 
so people started getting on his ass like well you're not sorry enough like it's th- th- and this is like where I were which is why I was recording because I was very angry about that type of like mentality of like wanting to wanting to like get your fucking you know like like there's something like deep seated and angry about that type of like response which brings like the victim mentality of like you're like you're like I don't you know you're not sorry until I say you're done being sorry I'm like well, yeah yeah well guess what go fuck yourself and I mean that's kind of where I'm at with things if, like if, if I were to fuck up something or if I were to say something like that hurts someone's feelings um I, I do like I would apologize like I have friends that I mess up with and I like hey I'm so sorry you know like I'm sorry I reacted that way um you know it's up to them to accept the apology but if they don't it's not gonna ruin me or you know it's just like or if anything else like okay well I, I apologize that's it that's what you're getting you know you can move forward I mean I, I've definitely accepted apologies so there's times where I felt like people didn't need to apologize for how they reacted that's how they reacted but I thank them nonetheless I, th- I think it pays to be gracious um but uh anyhow um yeah so Kevin Hart you know it got bashed and I, th- I think he, he I think he issued another apology like I think after a while like it just sort of he got browbeated it's like okay okay I'll apologize again um and then people felt that he wasn't sincere I'm like well no shit like I mean when you browbeat someone for an apology or like some sort of statement it's hard to find sincerity in that so I I side on the side of Kevin Hart um you know I've had I've had situations like that in relationships where like you apologize for something but then you keep apologizing I'm like Listen, I apologize already. Like I, like I was, like I'm sorry for the one thing I did that bothered you. If it's gonna keep bothering you, then there's no point in going um, forward if you can't accept the apology and move on. I mean, I've been in situations on the other side where like someone apologized for how they treated me, <coughs> but I felt that that wasn't enough, so I left the situation. And it's sad. I mean, because, it, 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 you know, you want to make things work out, but sometimes they don't. And then that's uh, in friendships, relationships. Um, you know, like, if, if you're not happy, I mean, jobs. Like, if, if you're not happy with something, it, like, if there's, like, a resolve that just that doesn't work for you, then get the fuck out. And I think that's what Kevin Hart did. He's just like, yeah, no thanks, but no thanks. And quite frankly, I mean, it, it's, it's probably best for him because it sounds like, hosting the Oscars has been sort of like an albatross lately uh, like Jimmy Kimmel um, didn't want to do it again Chris Rock is staying the hell away from it um, there's a really great interview with um, Chris Rock um, not Chris Rock I'm sorry with uh, Kevin Hart and um, Terry Gross on uh, Fresh Air NPR um, I highly recommend checking it out um, It's just google it uh, google Kevin Hart, Fresh Air, NPR, Terry Gross. Um, it's really worth listening to. I mean, she asked pretty hard questions. I mean, I, I really love Terry Gross. She's really a great interviewer. And um, I know he put a... When he does interviews, he doesn't want to talk about that. He's um, he's doing a new movie. Um, he's promoting a new movie. Um, but she asked him. And um, yeah, I mean, he, and she, she comes down pretty harsh on him. And he takes it. And... Uh, he, I think he handled himself really well. 
Um, and the interview, uh, you know, same thing. He stated what he said. And uh, I mean, like, uh, and kind of reiterated what I mentioned about comedians just basically testing waters and they tend to fail. I think what got him in trouble or what gets anyone in trouble is when you write stuff down, <coughs> when it's in print. I know, uh, like, Cat Williams actually has a joke like that. I mean, he gets in trouble all the time for other shit, but Cat Williams, I think, has a joke about uh, how um, a parent was beating her kid in a, in a store for buying, for, like, 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 what, like, still in a candy bar or something. And I think, I think the joke was just like, yeah, you don't do that in public. So I, and I, I think that's the whole thing where you just sort of like, I mean, you could, you could tell these jokes on stage and I think it's one thing they come in, they come out and they're done and they get last. I mean, Gilbert Gottfried is a good example of that. I mean, granted that like, yeah, that's a great example of Gilbert Gottfried. <coughs> Gilbert Gottfried is known for telling dirty jokes, really crass. It's Gilbert Gottfried. So he gets kind of a pass on a lot of these things because I mean, it comes from a place of subversion um in the deepest form though <coughs> uh, sorry i'm coughing however when he when he tweeted jokes about the japanese uh, uh tsunami uh they were in print and they were blasted everywhere i mean basically it did um did derail uh, Gilbert Gottfried's career. Um, I highly recommend a documentary. Um, it's called Gilbert, actually. Uh, it's really good. Um, God, speaking of podcasts, he has an amazing podcast. It's actually called The Amazing Colossal Podcast, and he has a co-host that keeps him angered. But I highly recommend that podcast. It is hilarious. Um, and really kind of like, it touches deep on subjects with us, with us, with um, celebrities that you really wouldn't think of um, hearing about. I mean, he did a really great one with Patton Oswalt, uh, Artie Lang. Um, he does a really hilarious interview and uh, thought-provoking with uh, Weird Al Yankovic. So, I mean, like, he goes down the line, like Diane Ladd. Um, but yeah, but in this, in this documentary, um, him and his wife were talking about how, like, that, those twi- those tweets like derailed his career for about a year and a half and I mean he's had a lifelong career so um yeah so it's it's kind of just it all depends on the subject matter but yeah Kevin Hart I think people were like too harsh on him um and in social media uh people made too big of a deal about it uh like websites like Jezebel, AB Club, um, and I'm gonna bring up Jezebel in a little bit with the next uh, topic I have coming up. But you know, they they want people. I mean, these are articles that are kind of just basically they're exaggerated blogs at this point, and how people like are offended and like how everyone should be offended, and that's what I'm talking about. People are too easily offended, and that, that's that's a fact. That, that that's just it's not, there's no bullshit. You're just fucking easily offended. Um, you can tell me whatever fucking PC bullshit you want. Um, you, some of you fuckers are just too easily offended. So, anyhow, yeah, Kevin Hart told some bad jokes. I, I didn't like the jokes. I didn't think they were very funny. And um, But, I mean, I like Kevin Hart. He's a funny dude. I, I wouldn't put him in my top ten comedians. But, I mean, I could see where he's up there. 
um, you know, I, I love him in movies, he's great, um, um, he's, he has a new movie out that looks, uh, pretty, um, it looks like it's a, a dramedy with, uh, Brian Cranston, and, um, I forget what it's called, but anyhow, <coughs> that's something that's been on, uh, social media heavily, and, um, the, it's, it's people's opinions that really bug me about it, and just like, god damn, like, is it, it's like, no wonder our society is going into a shithole, you know, <coughs> and yeah, I, I'm one that I don't like to walk around on eggshells, so, anyhow, um, I thought Kevin Hart got short shrift, yeah, I mean, he's coming out the other end just fine, and he'll be fine, so, no need to really discuss him any more than that, and my next topic is, um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez treatment in the media, am I saying that right? Alexandria Ocaso Cortez Ocaso Okay, I'm just going to call her Ale- Alexandria OC. Um okay, young senator, I just got elected to Congress. Um you know, she's um she got nominated on a uh, particularly um unusual ticket. I mean, I think she is a Democrat socialist. I mean, I think, um, I'm pretty sure that's what she is, but I mean, it's great to have that new blood, and that's one thing I've said about politics, is, like, uh, it, like, there's no viable candidates in the Democratic Party that I can see, like, I don't want Hillary, I do not fucking want Bernie, I, listen, I voted for Bernie in the primaries, I voted for, you know, and I would have voted for him if he was the nomination, he didn't win a nomination, people got butthurt, and, um, yeah, Trump won. So, yeah, I did not want Bernie. He, he does a great job as a senator in Vermont, so he can stay there. Um, definitely don't want Hillary. Like, no. I mean, she's just polarizing. Um, I love Joe Biden. Um, he is just... I, th- I think he's aged out, though. I mean, he's an older guy. I don't think he's too much older. I think he's six years older than Trump. So, I mean, there's that. And, um... But, yeah, so anyways... Yeah, the Democratic Party needs new blood and, like, kind of really very risky, um, <coughs> you know, the risky ideas out there really need to be covered. However, treatment in the press with her has been, um, back and forth. Um, there was an article on Jezebel, uh, how, um, she was poorly treated in the the press and how um, God, let me see if I can find that article real quick because because uh, it's really cause it, because it's really um, here we go. Okay, where am I finding it? Marshall. Yeah, I apologize for not being so, uh... I'm very unprepared here. Anyways, the article, they asked, they took it down, because I think they felt, like... The article was, um, about her treatment in the press, and how, like, 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 this is the bullshit she's gonna have to go through. Um, people asking her questions, and it's just like, yeah, that's, that's their job. Anderson Cooper, um, interviewed, um... Alexandria 
Cortez. Like, listen, that that middle last name, I'm not going to get it right. So, Alexandria O.C. got interviewed by um, Anderson Cooper. And Anderson Cooper, you know, a lot like Terry Gross and Kevin Hart, I mean, was kind of hammering her with some questions, like, kind of like, like, how do you expect to get this across? You know, you're working with a tried-and-true Congress. And by tried-and-true, I just mean just a bunch of old fuckers that have been there for many years that aren't going to change their minds. And, um, you know, and, and she answered really well. She handled herself, you know, with decorum. And um, I felt that the interview was a good interview. I mean, it wasn't, like, uh, it wasn't... Um, Sarah Palin, you know, in a gotcha kind of style questioning, you know, and she was throwing softballs. Um, whereas, you know, like Anderson Cooper wanted to know, you know, like what did she want? What is she gonna do? Like, how is she gonna make this work? And he and said, like, well, okay, that may not work. What are you gonna do then? I mean, these are questions that 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 she's you know gonna be asked, you know, and like you know websites that are like bashing other news outlets for asking her hard questions like well what like I mean do we want to like you know do we want to call her you know do we just want to ask her you know who does her who does her hair you know she's a congresswoman I mean like she's you know she's gonna fucking be there for a while then she you know she better fucking uh you know yeah you, you better like ask her these questions I mean like I have I have great faith in her and um, I think she's going to do well. But the thing is, if you start putting out there in the press that she needs to be coddled, you're, you're doing a disservice to her. So sites like Jezebel, The Hill, The AV Club, you know, I mean, these are, I don't know who runs these publications anymore. The AV Club used to be so good. Then they become this fucking pandering PC fucking, you know, like, people need to apologize, uh, people need to, you know, I don't know, I, I just, I, I get irritated reading these, but, um, anyhow, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, um, she will do well, um, you know, let people interview her as they will, all right, so that was meandering, um, okay, so the, the topics I left off last time, um, and I want to touch on is the Surviving, Surviving R. Kelly documentary. I have not seen it, though I know all about it. Um, I think most people do. <coughs> and they, uh, and, um, yeah, I, I mean, this guy's a fucking evil creep. Uh, I don't know why there hasn't been any criminal charges pressed against them. I think there was, well, there was about 15 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, where um, there was that um, leaked video of him peeing on someone. But, I mean, with all these news stories, I mean, you, you would think that they would find somebody that can collaborate. I know, like, his, uh, he has a child that um, is, tell, you know, is telling her side of the story um, and her mother so, um, it just sounds like this guy's an evil dude. I mean, there's other hip-hop artists that are, like, really sort of not on board with this guy. Um, and, like, some of the fallout of R. Kelly, of R. Ke- uh, you know, R. Kelly's uh, shenanigans, 
has to do with Lady Gaga, and Lady Gaga apologized uh, for working with him um, after people got on her ass about that. And I, I, I felt that was, I mean, sure, okay, I guess, but I mean, it's, it's not like, you know, like, well, like bashing Lady Gaga for that kind of thing. I mean, she has done more for humanitarian services than any of these fucking publications ever had. You know, she's given money to homeless uh, organizations, um, young gay activists. I mean, she's... I mean, her fans, little monsters, I mean, they can back that up. Um, and I think people are accusing her of using this for Oscar buzz. No, I mean, I, I, th- I mean, it's it's high profile. R. Kelly's high profile. So I'd imagine, like, you know, all these allegations that have been kind of talked about like Bill Cosby, how they've been talked about for years, and all of a sudden, like, there's a spotlight. And so, yeah, when there's a spotlight, then it's like, oh, shit. Like, it's way more serious. Because I don't think people really know the severity of, you know, what's been going on. Um, with certain news stories. You know, the Bill Cosby one being an obvious one. Um, yeah, the, I mean, that, that documentary on all these, like, allegations of you know that that's gonna that's gonna get you to think fuck that's right i did i worked with that dude i mean it'd be again using like real life scenarios that'd be like you know i used to work you know data entry and then like say my uh, co-worker pete good dude he always helped me out and I, you know like then i found out that he was a pedophile like whoa and you know do i need to apologize for working with pete you know, like, I didn't know that, I mean, fuck it, I hope he goes to prison, but shit, yeah, I mean, like, I, I didn't do it, <laughs> like, I, I think, I mean, of course, it's, you know, more high profile than data entry, but, you know, if I didn't know, I mean, like, I, I wouldn't have fucking, you know, been so, you know, friendly with quote-unquote Pete, and, and by the way, I did not work with a pedophile as far as I know, and I, I substitute someone else's name for Pete, so... But uh, I think you get the gist. And my last story is the Kevin Spacey and Louis C.K. Uh, thing. So, yeah, with Louis C.K. and Kevin Spacey, um, it just sounds pretty obvious that these guys are creeps. And these are people that, like, they had a major fall from grace. I think Kevin Spacey even more than Louis C.K. Um... Dave Chappelle, I know, tells a joke about how <coughs> how the timing was really shitty for all this to happen because now he's going to miss the last season of House of Cards. And I was sort of, like, thinking, like, ah, oh, fuck. I think a lot of people thought that, quite frankly. But, um, yeah, Kevin Spacey's career took a shit. Um, I know they released a movie with him, and uh, I forget what it had. I think it had to do with, like, young, like, businessmen, but, it, like, the movie just tanked, I mean, it, like, it was the last thing that was released after all these allegations, because I know, um, he did Baby Driver, and another movie that was fairly good with him in it, and I can't remember what it was, um, but, uh, maybe it was Baby Driver, Baby Driver did really well, and, um, God, I thought there was another movie that came out, like, before these allegations hit, that was pretty good. But yeah, his career is done. Like, he's not making any comeback. Um, he was booted off House of Cards. I think there was a couple of things that he had, like, planned. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, some of these allegations are like have been for years. Uh, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. just needed to like not come back and just sort of hang. I mean, he has money. I mean, I, the guy is surely sitting on some cash. I know he has probably, you know, he has daughters and that kind of thing. But I, I think just his brashness of like just acting like nothing ever happened, and then um, and then telling those jokes about the Parkland kids like that that that's something that I find tasteless and. You know, it, it is definitely a pandering to the the right wing, and you know, it, and that, that that's just as bad as you know the other pandering I was discussing earlier. So, um, so yeah, so like, yeah, so these stories were just all over social media. People had definite opinions about them, and I'm sort of in agreement with people that are like wanting these people to go away. And Louis C.K., I think, is done. I don't think he'll come back. Um, probably play small rooms in the Midwest. And if, and I doubt he'll come back to the West Coast. Because it sounds like he's sort of, like, over that anyhow. I'm not sure where Louis C.K. lives. If he's a New York guy. Or if he's already here in the West Coast. But I have a feeling, like, aside from L.A., I don't think we'll see him in Portland anytime soon. Anyhow, um, this has been a rambling mess, but uh, I think I got my ideas out a little bit more flushed, and I probably will not be doing the, uh, I'll probably not be doing any podcast on um, any kind of social media stories in some time, unless there's like really weird ones. I might do, like, I, I want to do a story about like weird news stories, um, like how electronics were involved in like murders and death and that kind of thing because there was um there was a few stories that had to do with like like someone's fitbit recorded someone's murder and like i thought that was really fascinating because i had a fitbit at the time um so yeah so maybe i'll touch upon like more sort of like yeah stories that are a little bit more where i I think it'll, it'll be a little bit better I guess I'm sorry like I'm very tired I've tried to record this thing several times and uh yeah I'm not gonna record it again so this is episode seven the final cut and again if I could edit this thing I would but I can't anyhow everybody thank you for listening to this meandering mess um I apologize if uh if I feel like I wasted your time with it (laughs) so um Anyhow, um, I'll talk to you guys soon, and I'll come up with something more lighthearted next time. Not that creepy news story stuff. All right, laters.